Eddie Wickow is here. Welcome, buddy. Thank you. You know, we were just sitting here talking behind the scenes, and I, you know, I always have Hockey DB on everybody to see what they do, and I, I asked Eddie, I said, do you, like, do you like looking at your stats? Do you ever go to Hockey DB to see kind of what they're saying about you, to see what your numbers are? Well, my numbers don't jump off the well, sheet, so I don't really like looking at myself, but I use it to see how buddies are doing around the league and uh, guys I've played with before. So it's always fun to check in on guys. And, you and got good it. numbers, though. Why? You're a defenseman. What do you want? I know. I guess it's trending up, but uh, I guess in the past, maybe you look at my college stats and they don't really jump off the, the page. So uh, I think J.D. Mathers is in Hockey DB. J.D., are you in Hockey DB? Am I on Hockey DB? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in did there. Did you play in Johnstown or something like that? No, but I'm in there, yes. There you are. Where did you play? Northeastern University. Huh. A long time ago. <laughs> All right. I guess you can, learn, you can learn a lot there. So looking over your stats, I see you spent some time overseas during a year. I did, yeah. Last year I went to Finland. I just thought um, after two years in Springfield, I, I thought it was uh, between with talks with my agent, I thought it was the right step for me. And I, I loved it over there. It was awesome. Um, the lifestyle outside of hockey was great. The Finnish people are super nice and right. they're very uh, oriented with like just being outdoors. So it, it was What's awesome. What's the schedule like for a player over there? First of all, do you live near the rink? I mean, do you live near Oh, yeah. The I, lived, I lived very close to the rink. I, I was within walking distance, which was nice, so I could leave the car back. I had my girlfriend with me there, um, so I could leave the car back for her to do whatever so she needed did, to do. did the team practice where they also played their games? Some teams practice at different yeah, locations. Yeah, for the most part. There, every once in a while, if there was a concert or something in town, we'd, we'd uh, shoot over to a practice rink. But for the most part, we were always at our, our regular rink. Uh, what, what was the size of attendance on a regular basis? Ooh, on a regular basis, I want to say anywhere between, I don't know, maybe, I'd say at least five. Five um, grand? Uh, yeah. Less than Giant Center. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but we, I was in a small town, I think, of 70,000, and uh, but the fans we did get were super rowdy, and it, it's a little different. Over there, it's more like soccer fans, where like they bring, bring the big flags, and I don't know if they had, I don't think they let air horns in there, but... Um, a lot of chance, and Do obviously I, I didn't understand. Like the whole time, the whole game while play yeah, is going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it's it, it's quite cool atmosphere. Um, nothing like the fans at the Giant Center, but um, it, it's it's a cool atmosphere to play in, and it's the same in all the rinks that I played in over there. And, um, it's That's quite something. Different. Yeah, it was, it was Did it ever distract you? Or was no, it no, no, no. I as a hockey player, kind of, I feel like you just tune it out once you get on the ice and. Some nights too, I, like somebody will tell me, "Oh, that was a great crowd tonight," and I, and I'll have to kind of look up to be like, "Oh yeah, there are a lot of people here." Because right. once you're like in in tune with the game, you don't. I mean, obviously, crowds feed into when when you get loud, it, it really helps us. But um, sometimes when you're so dialed into the game, it, it, you get a little bit of tunnel vision. Was it? Of, was there fighting in that league? Um, you could, but it's, it's frowned upon. Frowned upon, and it, it wasn't like Russia. You know, you no, fight no. Every game. Yeah, it, it, I think like if if you fought Bob Hartley's, it, 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 there'd be a a suspension to come, right. just like maybe a game or something. But I had one fight in preseason, so there's no ramifications from that. But um, none Are you of a fighter. Uh, like to scrap it? Let me look here. Let me see your pims. My last. Yeah, you got into it a little bit. My last year, yeah, in the American League, I think I had six or seven with Springfield my second year, but. I, I, I'm, I'm not tough. I, I have a big body, so sometimes I have to answer the bell, and I'm not afraid to stick up for someone if, if I don't think something's right on the ice. But I, I don't right. go out looking for it. And, but 
I'm not afraid to if I if I have to. Zach Zach Fish, the crowd. So we get great crowds here, and you had a chance to play college hockey at Wisconsin, which Madison, Wisconsin's an unbelievable place. Notre Dame's obviously a great school, but Wisconsin's right there with it. Tell us about your experience there. I know the first two years things were very good. The last couple of years the team struggled a bit, but what was your overall body of work uh, like there, and just how amazing was it to play for that type of college hockey atmosphere? It was awesome. I grew up a Badger fan, always wanted to be a Badger, so that was a dream uh, that I got to realize, and uh, it was awesome. Like, you, for a college so hockey growing up, you were a fan. You were, like, loving it. Oh, yeah. I, if you look back at uh, I have numerous pictures of me in Badger football gear, Badger hockey gear, playing anytime I was out, out playing on the frozen rink or playing in my you, garage. Man. Good for you, dude. Always had a Badger jersey. That's awesome. Yeah, my parents went to school there, my grandparents went to school there, and... Uh, I, although I grew up in Minnesota, I grew up a Badger Packer fan, so I whoa, took some, whoa, whoa. Took some heat. Whoa, whoa, You grew up in Minnesota. You're, how'd that work out? Just my parents, that's where they settled, and my whole family is from Wisconsin, so when I'm, when I'm a young kid growing up and my parents are cheering for the Packers and the Badgers, I don't really have the audacity to be like, well, no, I'm from Minnesota. i got to cheer for the Vikings and the Gophers. Right. you got to figure it out. Yeah. Um, do you, did you also, I assume, follow the college football as well? Uh, yeah, yep, of course. You're in all the way. Yep, yep. I, I love my Badgers. Obviously, uh, fell short a little bit in the Rose Bowl, but um, I think it was pretty successful. Year. Who was your uh, idol growing up as, uh, from the, in the NHL? Like, who did you look up to? In the NHL? Oh, wait, I'll say it. Dino Cicerelli. No, no. So I was a little young for the North Stars. The Dino era. And then when we lost the North Stars, we didn't have the Wild until I think 2000. So that'd be West Walls. Was he <laughs> no, your no. So I, uh, I was a, I was yeah, a West Walls. Detroit Red Wings fan because my, I had an uncle living in Detroit at the time. He was a big Wings fan, and uh, kind of got me on board. So I loved uh, Sergei Fedorov. Fedorov was and, your guy. Yeah, and I, I also was a big Yager fan. And my first, my first training camp, uh, I spent it in Florida, and, and Yager was still playing, so that was pretty cool, an idol growing up that I got you to be on to the him? ice. Did you skate with him? I skated with him. I, I didn't really have any conversations with None? him, but it was just cool to be on the ice with him. And I remember playing one-on-one -on -one during an inter-squad scrimmage, playing against him, and just the way he could protect the puck and the big body sticks his butt out and you just can't even get close to the What's his puck? eyes like? Is he, is he sketchy with his eyes or like is he just he just seems like a guy that skates so confidently. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you a little something about his confidence. So we, we during that training camp we come out for a inner squad scrimmage and everyone's obviously tense. It's training camp. You want to perform well in front of all the eyes and right. And so everyone's getting ready for the game and he comes out with weights on his skates and plays the whole game with weights on his skates. <laughs> He's incredibly fit. I don't know what kind of season he's having right now. He, he's playing overseas, right? Yeah, I think he's back and maybe even playing for the team that he owns yeah. over there in the Czech League. He's, he's still over there playing. Zach with a question in the crowd. So you come into this team, you start the year in South Carolina. We talked, you said you kind of jumped at the first opportunity to come back into the AHL. Uh, what is the difference like in the little games that you played in the ECHL moving up to the American League game? And, and what's the experience been like? Uh, consistently, for the most part, getting into the lineup here? Uh, the difference is from the ECHL to here. Um, the ECHL is a great league, um, and, and so I don't want to discredit that, but at, at this level, every player, just regardless of who you're playing any given night, no matter who you're out there against, like they can make it hurt if you make a mistake, and, and, and they oftentimes do. Um, so it's, it's kind of hard to really 
say what's so much different because both are very physical leagues. Both are, all the players are hungry at both levels because they want to get moved up um, and, and want to prevent getting sent down. Um, and sorry, what, what was the second part of the question? Just kind of talk about you get called up and then your experience here so far. What you have to do now that your game is elevated, it's even tougher to stick around. Right. Uh, it's been awesome since I've been up. Obviously, um, we're on a little bit of a roll right now, so hopefully we can keep that going. But um, it's, it's been great with a lot of good players here, and it kind of creates a little healthy competition to stay in the lineup. And um, I think I just need to keep providing a, a, a hard physical game and just be predictable for um, to continue playing and helping this team win. How, how, how is your size? Like, obviously, when you line guys up, you feel you still have an advantage? I mean, you're a big guy. You still feel you have that advantage as a defenseman? Or are you finding some bigger forwards in the American Hockey League than the ECHL? Yeah, I, I think uh, everyone puts an onus on what they do in the summer as far as getting bigger, faster, stronger. But one of the, my attributes and part of the reason what's gotten me to the point where I am in my career is, is definitely my size right. and, and, and my strength and my ability to move at my size. So it, I, I still think, yeah, I definitely use that to my advantage. But... Oftentimes, some of, the, some of the hardest guys to play against are, are the smaller guys that can kind of get inside of you if you're right. caught, like, standing straight-legged. Um, those are some of the hardest guys to defend, too. So it's a mixed bag of what I prefer to, you know, you get a real big guy, a strong guy on the forecheck. That's also no fun. So um, it, it's guys at this level are tough. So, to, to so talk about that when you say straight-legged or when you say a guy get around. Do they just get closer to you, and then they have that advantage over you? Right. So if like I'm on your hip or something like yeah. that, and then off off the off the spin. Right. Know? If I'm playing one on one against someone, and maybe I strip the puck from them, and I'm kind of caught straight legged, and a, a small, strong player can get kind of inside of me without me getting real low and getting a good center of gravity, he can knock me on my butt just as easy as right. a big, strong guy could. Yeah. So I'm, I get that. Um, off ice, what, what do you have any hobbies? What do you do? What do you like to obviously being international? Talk about what you do in your spare time. Uh, in the summer, I, I love to golf. Um, my family has a, a... Bobby Nardella wants to be a pro golfer. <laughs> that wouldn't you, be a bad you, job. But uh, but he says he, he doesn't golf that much. Yeah, I, I mean, it would be a wonderful job, but I'm nowhere near as good as skilled as those players on tour. I just do it more as a hobby and a, a, a good... A, what's, what's the best part of your golf game? Drive, uh, putt, pitch... 150 yards? What do you do? It depends on the day. Sometimes nothing. Sometimes, yeah, it's usually nothing. But Nothing? Yeah, it's, I just enjoy getting out there. It's an excuse to kind of get out rather than sitting inside and just get out with buddies and enjoy uh, the next four hours with each other. Let's talk about kind of the off-ice side of the game, and you've been in a couple different spots in your career. Take me back to the moment off the ice uh, where you were drafted, and you get drafted by Florida – and you've worked so hard for it, and you're, you're sitting at home or sitting in the draft. Where were you when that happened, and what do you remember from that day as it was a lifelong dream? So that year, the draft was in my hometown, just about 10 minutes from my parents' house um, at the XL Energy Center. So I, the first night I went, it was, it was just the first round. I knew I wasn't going the first round, but I brought a couple buddies with to just watch and, and absorb it. And then the next day, went with my family and kind of just sat there and I didn't know what to expect. I was really a late bloomer and my agent was like, honestly, you could go anywhere from the third round to the end of the draft. We, I've, I have no idea whoever wants to take a shot on you. Or, did you get a call before you got drafted? Or did uh, they just draft no, no, I heard my name and I walked down. So, um, but I actually had, so that was 
uh, I had graduated high school a few weeks earlier, and I had in, in Minnesota, I don't know if it's big just in Minnesota or it's big everywhere, but we have these extravagant high school graduation parties. And uh, so I had mine was scheduled for that night of the draft. So it was a pretty fun day to, to get drafted earlier in the day, then shoot home and um, have all my family and friends over for my high school graduation. What was the first thought? And you, I really want you to give me an honest answer. You hear it's Florida. What's the first thought that goes in your head? I think the first thought was, oh, I have my grandpa owns a condo pretty close to that rink. So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully one day, you know, he'd be able to watch me. Unfortunately, he's passed and I never ended up playing a game for Florida, but um, it was still a cool experience. And um, That's awesome. Yeah. Getting drafted like that. All right, I asked everyone else this. What would you be if you were not a hockey player? What would you be? Oh, I don't know. Um, Come on. Give I us made, something good. Uh, I majored in economics, um, so I like to think that the door would be open in a few different spots, but, yeah, that'd be, that'd be tough. That's something I'd really have to figure out. All right. Eddie Wicko, ladies and gentlemen.